Imagine going about your day, normal routine, when suddenly you notice a stranger watching you, just staring. And if that's not unsettling, imagine finding out they know everything about you. They've been following you for months. Maybe it's an ex, or maybe it's a total stranger. Either way, the scenario is way too easy to imagine. You could be the victim of a stalker right now, and you wouldn't even know it. Way to freak them out within the first 30 (laughs) seconds. I know, I'm sorry, guys. It's true, though. It's why the show You is a Netflix smash hit, and why some people either love that show or they absolutely hate that show. You never know if you have a Joe Goldberg in your life. Today, we have the top 10 obsessed stalkers, 10 real-life Joe Goldbergs. Luckily, these guys weren't so adept at hiding behind baseball caps. Hello, you weirdos. Welcome to the ParCast Original Crime Countdown. I'm Ash. And I'm Elena. Every week, we'll highlight 10 fascinating stories of history's most engaging and unsettling crimes, all picked by the ParCast research gods. This episode, we are counting down the top 10 obsessed stalkers. Ooh. I've actually never had a stalker, luckily. <laughs> That's but good. But I'm one of those people that always thinks they're being followed. Oh, yeah. A little bit paranoid, if you will. Head on a swivel. What about you? My ex kind of stalked me a little bit <laughs> while we were breaking up. It's very true. Um, it was like a little bit of an invisible man situation without the fancy suit. Yes. Uh, it's scary when someone doesn't take the hint. Yeah. I feel like that's a good movie, but I can't imagine living it. No, no, no. That's why we always encourage people to change up their routines. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be too predictable. You got to throw them off a little bit. It's harder to stalk what you cannot anticipate. Well, I bet none of the people on this list anticipated that they would be the ones preyed upon. I have five creepers and so does Elena, but we'll be surprising each other along the way. Let's start the countdown. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 10. Starting off our list of obsessed stalkers at number 10, the boy Jones. His real name was Edward, and at 14 years old, he might be history's first quote-unquote celebrity stalker, as he was infatuated with Queen Victoria, who ruled the UK from 1837 to 1901. 
We've got an OG stalker on our hands. An OG royal stalker. Hey, yo. This one's like a real ride. I feel like I'm really nervous. It's a real ride off a cliff. That's what it is. Thank you for the warning. Edward Jones didn't seem dangerous. He was just kind of odd. But he never tried to harm Queen Victoria. But he did frighten her, reportedly. Well, yeah, stalkers typically frighten. Well, and you know how he frightened her? He successfully broke into Buckingham Palace... He was caught three times, and he claimed he was there a fourth time, but historians say there's probably more. Wow, that's honestly impressive. That's terrifying. Should have just let him stay. Well, this is even weirder. The first time he was caught, he was discovered with the queen's underwear hidden down his pants. Ew. Yeah. Listen, Boy Jones, your Uber is here. We're ready for you to go. Yeah, Boy Jones, that's your cue. Did I say Boy George or did I say Boy Jones? Either way. Okay. (laughs) It's fine. He was arrested, but he couldn't be kept in prison for too long because he really wasn't committing a felony. Just being a creep. He's just shoving underwear down his pants. No big deal. This is where it gets like, oh, okay. Boom, boom, boom. Uh Uh-oh. He was kidnapped and put on ships once to Brazil, but he returned. And then the second time, he was put on board a prison ship for six years. Because it's like, go home, Roger. Well, it's also just like, whoa. Yeah, that's a lot. That escalated very quickly. He was deported to Australia, and he returned yet again, then settled in Australia for good, where he died in his 70s after, ready, drunkenly falling off a bridge. Oh, no. What a tale. He really is like Roger from Sister, Sister. You just can't get rid of him. You can't. Boy Jones. Nine. At number nine is Gary De La Penta, the first person ever charged under California's cyberstalking law in 1999. 50-year-old De La Penta had spent months retaliating against a woman at his church who had turned him down. Gross. Like what? Really? So he began posing as her online and posting crazy things that put her in like really dangerous situations. What is wrong with people? Delapenta began posting online as his victim, claiming she had dangerous sexual fantasies, and he was encouraging men to show up at her door after offering up personal information, like obviously her address and such. That's horrifying. Like terrifying. Stop it right now. You want to know what's even more terrifying? No. Six different men showed up to her apartment on various occasions during just a five-month period. Ash, I told you I didn't want to know. Well, I told you anyway. Like, <laughs> that's, that's horrible. A, a man a month plus one. No, thank you. Like, go home again. That's a terrible subscription box. Yeah, I don't want that. A man a month plus one. Cancel it. No, thank you. (laughs) Well, they said that they were just responding to an online ad and steamy emails that were sent in her name. And these emails described fantasies of being raped. Oh, I know. This guy was like out for blood. Yeah. Awful. So the female victim didn't even own a computer. So she's she like, had no idea what was going on. No idea. And she's like, yeah, I didn't write that because um, I don't have a PC. Do not have a desktop. Yeah, no. On January 1st, 1999, California became the first state to ban cyberstalking. And this was the first case ever under that law. Gary received a six-year prison sentence. Good, but it should have been more. Way longer. Yeah. Eight. Number eight on our top 10 countdown of obsessed stalkers is the woman who shot Andy Warhol on June 3rd, 1968, Valerie Solanas. 
Solanus was a radical feminist who seemed to have many obsessions mixed with mental illness. She soon stalked and badgered the artist to produce her play, and then things took a very dangerous turn. Oh no. Yeah, no good. Solanus was a writer and women's rights activist, and she founded the Society for Cutting Up Men. Excuse me, come again? Of which she was the only member, but I think Lorena Bobbitt would dispute that. <laughs> that was but a um, good one. <laughs> the Society for Cutting Up Men. The Society for Cutting Up Men. Wow. After meeting Warhol, she gave him a play she'd written, and then she just bugged him about it. And she was like, please produce it, please produce it. And he was like, nope, I pass. He's like, your play sucks. No, thank you. Warhol found her play obscene, and he <laughs> suspected Miss Solanus was working for the police on some kind of entrapment. Okay. So he was like, something's up here. He just thought it was real weird. Yeah, he was like, something's going on. It's sketch. Basically, I think he was like, this play is not good, and I don't want to do it, but maybe you're working with the police. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. Could be any. Apparently outraged by his rejection and the fact that he had lost his copy of her play, <laughs> because I don't think he was really like taking care of that He copy. actually just like threw it in he the trash. Like, no, thank you. Well, she shot him, but she got the attention she craved. Wow. Yeah. She was like, well, that worked. She was diagnosed with schizophrenia, and she pled guilty to assault and was sentenced to three years in prison after she was found competent to stand trial. Oh, wow. I'm surprised that happened. Yeah. And it left Warhol completely afraid of hospitals, so much so that he refused surgery after being diagnosed with a gallstone. And when he finally underwent surgery, he died the next day of a heart attack. Wow. So she left a imprint on his life. It set off a chain of events. That's crazy. At number seven this week is the astronaut love triangle and the meltdown of former Navy commander and NASA astronaut Lisa Nowak. Nowak was arrested in February 2007 after she went full-on revenge stalker on her love rival by driving 900 miles from Houston to the Orlando airport just to attack her all while wearing a diaper so she wouldn't have to stop. That's so much. Commitment to the highest level. If you reach your destination 900 miles away and you got a full diaper, Ew. as someone who has an infant, that's going to slow you down. It's going to slow you down and it's going to like it'd be real stanky. But maybe that's her plan. She's going to knock him out and then she, but you're not going to move real fast. Well, I'm like, and you think that Bill's going to love you after you like, what? Ew. Heck yeah, I wore a diaper for you. Well, let's find out what happens. Nowak was apparently going through a breakup with astronaut Bill Ophelein, who was also dating Air Force Captain Colleen Shipman. Wait, so, she was going through a breakup? Going through a breakup. You Clearly, don't say. She was going through something. She was going through a lot. So Nowak drove to the airport and waited for hours until Colleen Shipman's flight landed. She wore a classic stalker garb and a little bit more. She wore a trench coat, a wig. She carried pepper spray and a BB gun. And like I said, was wearing a diaper the diaper you know classic garb the diaper and actually the airport security footage is on youtube if you want to see it diaper and all diaper and all <laughs> Nowak trailed shipman to her car and attempted to get in the car with her 
But luckily, Shipman got away and called the police. Can you imagine this a lady crazy in a diaper? lady in a diaper and a wig and a trench coat is like, excuse me, miss, I'm just going to get in your car with you. No, you are not. I'd be like, you can have the car. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Well, Noack's arrest baffled her NASA co-workers. Yeah. Like I would imagine anybody arrested at NASA would. You are an astronaut. <laughs> you are simply supposed to NASA at all times. You are just supposed to float around in the Milky Way galaxy. Right? Well, she had logged more than 1,500 flight hours in 30 different aircrafts. You got to have some brains in your cranium to do that. But it's like, maybe she lacked common sense. Maybe. Don't stalk. I think she definitely did. Well, she pled guilty to misdemeanor battery and burglary of an automobile. And Shipman and Opheline later married. Oh, that's nice. We love a happy ending. She was found guilty of buying out all the diapers on aisle five and making a lot of moms really mad. She was just found guilty of yuck. Also on our list at number six is the multiple stalkers of Selena Gomez. Like many celebrities, Gomez has had more than her fair share of stalkers, beginning before the star even turned 20 years old. I know, isn't that awful? That's awful. She even had to move out of her Calabasas home in 2015 because of her stalkers trespassing onto her property. That is the creepiest thing. I had no idea that she had so many. Yeah, it's crazy. That's horrific. I know all about this. Poor Selena. In 2011, 46 year I'm I'm already horrified. Yep. 46 it's, year old. It's gross. In 2011, 46 year old Thomas Brodnicki had prior stalking and cyber stalking convictions when he began to stalk Gomez, who was 19 years old at the time. She's 19, dude. You are 46. And he seems to be making like a hobby out of this. And he was like, well, look at this one. I'll Mm -hmm. just start over here. Here we go. Brodnicki claimed he had spoken with God about killing Selena Gomez and had visited her at least three times. Terrifying. And by visit, we mean creeped and stalked. Uninvited. Gomez luckily got a restraining order against him, which he agreed was necessary to prevent him from harming her. Oh my god i didn't like ugh. i wouldn't feel safe ever no like that's really horrifying i would need him to be in jail to feel safe yeah for sure in 2014 che cruz was arrested twice in the same week after trespassing and breaking into gomez's guest home like she needs to go into the witness protection program this is like really scary i'm genuinely concerned for selena gomez right now i know we're gonna end this recording and i'm gonna be like selena how can i help are you okay are you okay selena Cruz was arrested the second time only hours after being released from jail because of the first break-in, and he pleaded no contest to stalking Gomez. But so it was just hours right. after. Like, you really learned your lesson. In 2014 as well, Juan Garcia was also arrested and was later sentenced to 120 days in jail and probation for trespassing onto Gomez's property. Like, so 2014 she, was a year. A year. She must have to move constantly. I feel really bad for her. I would live in like the woods. I would live on Mars. Yeah. Wow, this has been a countdown so far. I am most shocked about Selena Gomez. I'm like reeling from that. Yeah, I knew that she had been stalked a lot, but I didn't know like all the fine details, I guess. Yeah. Crazy. And then, of course, I was the looking diaper. for the astronaut. The yeah. diaper. Yeah. And you also, can't do it. if Selena has that many stalkers and then that lady wore a diaper, she's like super crazy. Where are we going? Let's hold hands for the rest Let's of the countdown. Let's do it. <laughs> We're Just here. Kidding. 
Hi, listeners. Kate here from Parcast Network with a special announcement. Our newest Spotify original from Parcast is exploring all things superstitions. The origin stories of bad omens, the hidden lessons inside good luck charms, the old wives' tales you really don't want to ignore. Every episode of Superstitions presents a new drama that unpacks a different belief. Can holding your breath while passing a cemetery save your life? Will carrying a rabbit's foot bring you luck? Why should you never stay on the 13th floor of a hotel? They may seem mystical or eerie or completely illogical, but if every culture has them and so many of us believe in them, there has to be something to them, right? Superstitions airs every Wednesday, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. To hear more podcast shows, search Podcast Network in the Spotify search bar and find a growing slate of thrilling new series to enjoy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Five. All right, let's jump back in with number five on our countdown of obsessed stalkers. Starting off the second half of our list is a woman named Yannick Gloden. Gloden was jailed for a disturbing campaign of harassment after posing as a man on a gay dating app and then sharing sexual media of a man that she met online. Wow, a disturbing campaign of harassment. That's certainly what it was. Not something you want under your name. No, I don't want that next to my name. May 2017 was when Gloden met her first male victim through the app Grindr. She used a pseudonym. No reason why she started to do this, I guess. She was just like, you know what? I'm going to do it for funsies. Yeah, why not? Uh, They exchanged phone numbers, email addresses, and eventually intimate and personal pictures and videos. So they had like a connection, it seemed. Yeah, like an online relationship. Right. Well, then in December 2017, the victim was like, yeah, I'm starting to wonder if you're like really who you say you are. It's feeling catfishy in here. Feeling a little creepy and I'm going to end all contact with you. Good call. This triggered months of stalking and harassment Uh with Gloden sending the victim's sexual images to his stepfather and his friends. Why? Because bananas. That's Bonkers. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Precisely. Then, a year later almost, in February 2018, things escalated even more when she found out that her victim got a boyfriend. Uh Uh-oh. And she felt slighted. She contacted him using pseudonyms and made up false allegations. The police were contacted with false claims like assault and pedophilia against the boyfriend, and his friends were warned that he had a bounty on his head. Yeah, you accuse someone of pedophilia? He's like, what's going on? Like, like, huh? What? What? After pleading guilty, Gloden fled to France, and a European arrest warrant was later issued. It's like, how did you get to France? Just popped on over. Just like, see you later, goodbye. Au revoir. Well, finally, 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 she was sentenced to close to two years and a lifetime restraining order. No contacting her victims or any other individuals connected to the case. I feel like she needs more. I feel like she should just go to jail for Evskis. 
4. Landing at number 4 this week is Robert Orion. In 2009, 34-year-old Orion was arrested for attempting to break onto the set of Dancing with the Stars, where contestant and Olympic gold medalist gymnast Sean Johnson was filming. I love Sean Johnson. I remember from when I was little, I used Mm -hmm. to watch her. Orion was obsessed with the idea of marrying her, like needed to marry her. And it's like, but what if you guys don't hit it off? (laughs) You might not like each other. Right. He drove to Los Angeles from Jacksonville, Florida. So legit across Across the the country. country. (laughs) Yeah, this is serious. He was stopped for a routine traffic violation along the way. And he told the Alabama officer at least three times that he had plans to marry her. Which you think would be cause for alarm. You would think a police officer would be like, excuse me, what? He would like check for the diaper and be like, what's going on here? Can we talk about this a little more? He told the officer, quote, I know it sounds a little bit crazy, but my intuition tells me that we're going to have a beautiful relationship together. His intuition was wrong. Spoiler alert. Yeah, that's not a good gut to listen to. Orion also wrote poetry to Johnson with such lines as, no matter what happens, I will always love you. That's really cliche. Yeah, really. That's not even good poetry. Like, what if something really bad happens? I'd be like, where'd you get that? That didn't even come from your heart. That's dumb. That came from, like, Google. Right. That's, you know, Real dumb, Orion. When Orion's car was searched, he was found in possession of a club, duct tape, and two loaded guns. So this just got real bad. Real dark, real fast. He's just not planning to marry her. No. He's got a club and two guns. He's going to force her to marry him. He's going to club her. He claimed that he spoke with Johnson and other celebrities telepathically. As one does. Yeah. I mean, I do. All the time. Right now, I'm talking to Richard Madden in my head. I'm talking to Selena Gomez to make sure she's okay. Yo, Selena, are you okay? Blink twice if you're okay. Okay. He said the voices had told him to go to Johnson, whom he called Sturdy Girl. Ew. Because she was in danger and needed his help. Hate that nickname so much. Ew, ew, ew. So much. Never going to stop saying you. Never going to stop thinking about that. He was convicted of felony stalking, among other charges, and he was sentenced to five years in a mental health facility because obviously he was needed some help. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Three. Number three on our countdown of obsessed stalkers is Dana Martin. In 2013, Martin and his two accomplices were charged with first-degree conspiracy to commit a murder. Ooh. His intended victim? Justin Bieber. <gasps> the Biebs. So we had Selena, and now we got the Biebs. Right? Wow. Not a match made in heaven. No. Well, Martin was already incarcerated for the rape and murder of a 15-year-old girl. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. He'd been sentenced to two life sentences without the possibility of parole when he became obsessed with Justin Bieber. I hate this. He heard the baby song. And I hate like, it. Yeah. I hate this so much. I know. Martin straight up got a tattoo of Bieber in prison on his right leg. I repeat, while in prison. Justin Bieber on his right leg. A prison tattoo of the Biebs. Who did that tattoo? I want to know. I'd love to know. I also want to see a picture of it. 
Martin wrote fan mail to Bieber, but grew increasingly infuriated as his letters went unanswered. Wow. A stan situation, if you will. This is a very uncomfortable one. I know. Martin also claimed in an interview that he'd grown angry when Bieber adopted an edgier persona as he grew older. I'm sorry. When did Justin Bieber grow an edgier persona? Uh, Can you tell me the year that was? I guess when he got rid of the like bowl cut. Okay, cool. I don't know. Just checking. He started to get into like a lot of trouble at one point. Did he? Yeah. Edgy. He got arrested, I think. That's the first thing I think of when I think of the Biebs. Yeah. Edge. <laughs> edge. <laughs> well, he concocted a plan with two accomplices to actually carry out a terrifying plot. Martin's plans included kidnapping Bieber, castrating him, oh, and killing him. Oh. He was like, "You got too edgy." Luckily, Martin is still incarcerated for the foreseeable future, but he has made it clear that he still plans to harm Justin Bieber if he's ever released. Now I'm concerned for Justin Bieber, and too. Just to be clear, that was not me actually laughing. I'm, like, actually nervous. I'm actually nervous for Justin Bieber. Like, Biebs, watch out. Wow. So far, the fact that Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber are on this list is stressing me out. Which celebrities next do you think? I don't know. Because Sean Johnson is like a celebrity too. Yeah, but you think Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez were in a relationship at one point. That is true. Now they were both like violently stalked. I know. I wonder if it was at the same time that they were dating. Yeah. Maybe they bonded over it. It would bring you closer, I think. It's a bonding experience. Mm. Where are we going? I don't want to know. With Capella University's FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines, learn at your pace, and access most coursework from anywhere at any time. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including headliners, Ulta, Ray-Ban, and Canon. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals during Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th. The cashback rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for Adidas and Fenty. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Two. We're down to the final two spots on our countdown of obsessed stalkers. At number two is convicted killer Robert John Bardo. Bardo grew obsessed with actress Rebecca Schaefer when she was on a TV show called My Sister Sam. In July 1989, he showed up at her Los Angeles home and shot the 21-year-old. She later died from her wounds. We did this on Morbid. We did. It was my mini Morbid, and it was one of the saddest that we've ever done. So scary, too. I know. 
The day of her murder, Rebecca Schaefer was at her L.A. home preparing to audition for a role in The Godfather Part 3. And this role was like super, super sought after. Like a ton of big names were going for it. She was probably so excited about it. And they say she was probably going to get it. Yeah, of course. And so when her doorbell rang that day, she thought it was the movie script that she was expecting. Mm -hmm. Because normally you're like, why'd you answer your door to someone you didn't know? But she probably thought it was somebody delivering the script. Exactly. But it was Bardo claiming to be her biggest fan and carrying an autographed photo of her. He had previously sent her a ton of fan letters and gifts and tried to meet her at a studio where she worked. I think he was carrying a gun too when he tried to meet her at the studio. Ooh. Mm -hmm. When he came to her house, she had a brief conversation with him. She was very pleasant to him. I think she gave him another autograph. Yeah, she signed something. Yeah, she was really nice. He left, but then he came back and shot her, like in her doorway. Crazy. So that's what she gets for being nice? That's insane. And then he just ran away. Yeah. Bardo was prosecuted by Marsha Clark, who later became famous while prosecuting O.J. Simpson and for that hair. Girl, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Oh, Marsha. Bardo was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Thank goodness. Good. But it raised the issue of celebrity privacy and safety even in their own homes. So scary. (sighs) One. And that brings us to number one on our countdown of the top 10 obsessed stalkers, Ming Sen Shu. Ming Shu was a ninth grade student when he first met his math teacher, Mary Stauffer, and became obsessed. 15 years later in 1980, he stalked and kidnapped Mary and her daughter from outside a Minnesota beauty salon and held them captive in his home. I do remember this one. You know, I've actually never heard of this. This one's actually really terrifying. Yeah, it is. Well, while transporting his victims in the trunk of his car, Shu killed a six-year-old boy playing in a park because the boy had seen them. See what I mean? So he was witness. Terrifying. Terrifying. Shu then took Mary and her daughter to his home and locked them up for seven weeks. Uh, Seven weeks. uh, Can you imagine? He repeatedly raped Mary during the weeks he held her captive even videotaping some of his assaults. Literal evil. Disgusting. Evil. Horrible person. Mary, luckily, eventually managed to escape while she was at work. She removed the closet door hinges, called for help, and hid with her daughter until the deputies arrived. The fact that she was with her daughter this whole time stresses me out. Right? And they probably just had like a cute little day at the salon and oh, like were trying awful. to go about their day. Hate Ugh. it. So during his 1981 murder trial, Shu jumped up and slashed Mary's face with a knife that he had smuggled into the courtroom. That I didn't know. And it's like, how do you smuggle a knife into a courtroom while you're on trial for like a horrific crime? Very carefully. What? That's terrifying. (laughs) Very carefully. He was sentenced to 30 years to life on federal kidnapping charges. It should be 300 years to life. Minimum, right? And of course, Lifetime made a movie about the entire event. I saw an ad for it and I was like, well, I'll never be watching that. No, I used to love Lifetime when I was little. Not that, though. Not that. I don't want to watch a little girl be held captive. Nope, all Mm -mm. set. One. 
Wow. Number one just stressed me out. Yes. This whole thing has stressed me out. It's all been very stressful. I don't like it. I don't like it. I need to find a way to get in touch with Selena, see if she's okay. Call the Beebs, make sure he's still all right. You all right? Are you stressed out, Everything's still intact? Are you edgy? Right? I don't. <laughs> yeah, I love that that's what you're worried about. You're like, I don't think you ever got edgy. Have you hit edge? Can I'm you tell sure. me when? I want to know. Did you like think of anything that they missed? I know there are things that I'm not thinking of. Because there's so many cases of this. Well, that's the thing. I don't want to say that the gods missed anything, but I can think of two that weren't on the list that I think Ooh. we've covered one of them. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Dorothy Jane Scott. Mm-hmm. She was getting like phone calls for like the months and months leading up to her death and it's still unsolved. Yeah, that one's a terrifying one. And then another unsolved one is Cindy James and she was stalked and actually like assaulted by the guy or girl that was stalking her. And then eventually she was killed and again, not solved. Yes, those are two terrifying cases. So scary. Hate that. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another great episode. Remember to follow Crime Countdown on Spotify to get a brand new episode delivered every week. You can find all episodes of Crime Countdown and all other podcast originals for free on Spotify. Spotify has all your favorite music and podcasts all in one place. They're making it easier to listen to whatever you want to hear for free on your phone, your computer, or smart speaker. And if you can't get enough of these creepy crimes, check out our After Crime Countdown podcast playlist on Spotify, where we've handpicked even more episodes about this week's stories that we think you'll enjoy. And if you like this show, which we hope you do, follow at Parcast on Facebook and Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. And if you like us, which we hope you do because you made it this far, you can follow our other podcast, Morbid Podcast. You can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts or follow us on Instagram at Morbid Podcast or on Twitter at A Morbid Podcast. And as always, keep it weird till next Monday. Crime Countdown was created by Max Cutler and is a Parcast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler. Sound designed by Kevin McAlpine. Produced by John Cohen, Jonathan Ratliff, Maggie Admire, and Kristen Acevedo. Crime Countdown stars Ash Kelly and Elena Urquhart. Don't forget to follow Superstitions, where we take you into stories that unveil humanity's most peculiar beliefs. From black cats and broken mirrors to rabbit's feet and horseshoes, learn the backstories and hidden lessons inside our most questionable fortune tellers. Superstitions airs weekly, free on Spotify.